The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Friday morning. As we finish the week off together, I want to thank you for those who have been with us throughout the week. This week's been unfortunately different uh, as Monday and Tuesday we were unable to get the devotional out uh, due to me forgetting on Monday and then the funeral on Tuesday. Um, and so today we're finishing up three uh, our three episodes this week and then Monday we'll continue, Lord willing, and they continue in, in teaching. Uh, we have four more sections in the a chapter of Psalm 119, which we'll get to today. I'd like to invite you Sunday morning uh, on, in person, live services. We have plenty of room in our auditorium uh, to, for, for social distancing. I know with COVID, there's a lot of questions about that. Um, so I would just encourage you, if you feel not sure, we do have plenty of room. And uh, I think you'll feel pl- plus, you know, distanced enough. It's not crowded at the moment. So we invite you to join us 10 o'clock in person. There is no evening service on Sunday, so just keep that into account. Uh, but we'd love to have you join us Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. If you can't make it here, if you're not local, you can't make it, love to have you join us online. Our website, bensalembaptist.org, or you can search up our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and it's all streaming on those. Psalm 119. Uh, we're going to pick up in Psalm uh, 119, verse 145. Um, the Greek Hebrew letter, kof. It's the best way to pronounce it, or at least closest. And so let's look at what verse 145. He says, I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. I cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. I prevented the dawning of the morning, and I cried, and cried, I hope in thy word. Mine eyes prevent the night watches, that I might meditate in thy word. Hear my voice according unto thy loving kindness, O Lord. Quicken me according to thy judgment. They draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from thy law. Thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth. Concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old that thou hast founded them, uh, thou hast founded them forever. I look at the first couple verses of this, and you're seeing, again, some, some redundancy as you look through the um, chapter of Psalm 119, as it constantly goes back to the Bible, constantly goes back to God's walk with him. But today, it's, it, there's the word of God and his testimonies, but what we're going to focus our attention on is less about that and more about the passion. What he's doing, this is really a few verses of David talking about his time of prayer. And honestly, even as I was studying it earlier today, just hit some parts of my life that, man, I need to work on this. And, and it really was convicting to me in some aspects. And so uh, let's, just, let's just evaluate a couple of these things. When, when I studied out some of the words to find out what they meant, uh, it just gave me a better understanding of where David's going with this. So in verse 145, he said, I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. So we start with the idea that he cried with his whole heart. It would be, it would be reminiscent of the other passage that says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Uh, there are times when prayer ultimately comes from the heart, from a broken heart, from a needy heart, from a hurt heart, from a concerned heart, scourged heart, whatever situation you're in. And we come and you say, and I've had people years ago, one guy years ago told me, Pastor, if the only time I come to God is when I'm frustrated, then it's not legitimate prayer. Well, I would, I would argue this point. It's not a walk with God. I mean, if you want to walk with God and have some level of consistency and power in prayer, no. The only time he goes when you're mad is not legitimate. But let me encourage you, if, if, if God allows things into your life that might drive you back to your knee, then that's okay. 
you know, we, Satan sometimes is the one that wants us to be comfortable and keep us from our distance. And sometimes it's God that might allow things into our life just to get us to our knees. And that's good. So he fight. Remember, David's he's, in, he's under pressure from enemies that want to get him. Um, remember, we talked, I think it was yesterday, I think it was yesterday, just about the aspect that these people at one point knew the truths and now they've run from the truths. And so these, we would say today, these were Christians, churchgoers that for some reason are gone from it, which in itself is discouraging. But so, you know, he, he finds himself in a very unique scenario. He's, you know, and he said throughout the time, I know I have been right, but Lord, test me. It's easy, you know, because these other people have gone. They still are Bible believers, if you want to say, but they accuse him. So David was struggling with this. And so he comes to this point in this time of, of, of desperation, of frustration, of, of discouragement, and he uses the term in their prayer that he cried. Uh, and the idea of cry is just the, the agony of the heart. You know, maybe there's a battle in your home that you, or family that you just are begging for, and that agony brings you to that type of prayer. Maybe your marriage brings you to that type of prayer. Maybe a loved one who's not saved brings you to that type of prayer. Maybe a personal battle in your life that you really want victory over brings you to that type of prayer. Maybe just the fact that you feel like God's not doing in your life what you want brings you to that kind of prayer. Maybe you're not there at the moment, but you understand what I'm talking about at some point in your life. But at some point, you see this. This is a great truth from David that he, with his whole heart, he said, Lord, hear me, O Lord. Then he says, I will keep thy statutes. I'm going to continue to do this, and I'm begging you to hear me. This is not an ultimatum. Lord, if you hear me, I will keep your statutes. Lord, please hear me. I'm going to keep your statutes. It's a decision he made. He's begging God to listen, but he's going to stand strong no matter what. Then he goes on to verse 146. Again, I cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimony. So he has really three aspects in this verse. I cried unto thee. He goes back to the same idea, the passion, the fervency, the, uh, the, the passion of the prayer. And then, he, and then he says, save me. So he cried to thee, save me, Lord, I'm hurting, I'm struggling. And again, he had been saved. Um, so it wasn't a matter of salvation per se. He was, Lord, I, in these circumstances, save me. I'm here in my knees begging you to help me through my circumstances, to get me out of my circumstances, resolve my circumstances, give me wisdom to go through them. What, it, Lord, help me. I'm, I'm struggling Please remove, you know, deal with this situation. And I think we've all been there, and it's a good situation to beg God to move with us on. So he cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. Verse, this is the verse that, you know, the next two verses that caught my attention. Verse 147, I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried, and I hoped in thy word. I looked, I'm looking at the word prevented, and I'm thinking to myself, from, from the English point of view, I'd stopping I don't want something to come. I prevented something. And, and so obviously at that point, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. When you look up the actual word and find out what it means in the Hebrew, the best way to describe it, prevented, was not that he stopped something from coming, but that he got there before it came. Instead of saying prevented, he didn't stop it from coming. He made a point to do something before the event came. So the way to put it there, he goes, I prevented the dawning of the morning. No, he goes, I was up in prayer before the dawning of the morning, before the sun came. Now, some would say this is a Bible command that you always have to be out of bed in prayer before the, before the sun comes up. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. C- can I tell you what I believe the principle here is? David said, before my day started, before all of the events of life were going to flood me, before I had to make decisions, before I had to decide for family, decide for my life, before I had to get into whatever, deal with employees or friends or bosses or, or the people on the street, before I had to, before I was flooded with life, I made a point. Before all that came, I made a point to come to God first. I made a point 
to spend some time with God, to beg for help, beg for grace, and to beg for his power and Holy Spirit to be able to go through that. And that's what he's referencing. And then he says, he goes, I prevented in the morning, dawn in the morning, I cried. I hope in thy word. So he cried again. He goes, and I hoped in thy word. I found my strength in that time. I found my strength in your word. I found my strength in prayer. And I, I took that time, and, and, and the amount of it is, is, is negli- negligible to the point where it's not important as to the time, although it's good. But I'm, what I'm saying is this. I'm not saying that if it's less than three hours, you're sinful. I hope you understand. It's the, t- it's, it's the, qu- it's the quality of time that I have, that I'm there, that I'm with God, that I, that I made a point to be in that part. That gives me the grace to deal with the day. But then he says later in verse 148, my eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. Now some would say, well, that's him doing it again before he goes to bed. I, I get very cautious when I've heard people say this. These kind of passages mean that I got to do my devotions before I get out, before it gets light, and that I got to do them again before I go to bed. I think we've got to be very cautious to place any specific to traditional, to traditional position today when it's not exactly what it's being said. The night watches is... It'd be a phrase that he would use as a shepherd. He understood the night watches, getting up at certain times of night to keep an eye on the sheep. He understood the position, what that meant as a shepherd. The life of a shepherd was different because the dangers didn't just come during the day, frankly. Usually they came at nighttime. So he had to understand, kind of like rest when the sheep would rest, and he had to be up when the dangers are there. So he had to get up at certain times of night, count the sheep, make sure they're there. That's different. And so he said, in these times... Even in the, when the night watches, my eyes prevent. My eyes are, when my eyes are tired or in these times when I have to do this, I'm still keeping on you in, in the darkest of night when I wake up. So I think we've got to be very cautious that we don't take these things for more than what they mean. But here, here is what it means. God, when I get up, before I go for my day, I need your grace. Lord, in the night when I'm up and I don't know exactly what to do with what I've been told, I need your grace. I need your wisdom. Father, when I'm confronted with the issues of life and family and marriage and, and church and, and uh, boss and employees or whatever it is, I need your grace and help. When I'm confronted with my own sin, I need your grace and help. When I am forced to respond to things I don't know what to do, I need your grace and help. When I'm in the midst of tragedy, I need your grace and help. This is real. If we come back and just make this a traditional thing, then it becomes empty. I don't go to the Word of God because I feel like it appeases my traditional values. I go to the Word of God consistently because it is the source of strength for what I need that day. And hopefully that means every day. Hopefully it means consistently, right? That's why I go. If I go because I feel like it makes us religious at some point, I won't find the need. I'll find a reason to justify myself away from that. If I go because I understand how badly I really need it, then I will stay. I will really go because I will seek for something more than just a traditional checkoff box and a paper piece of paper. I will go because the Word of God compels me, drags me, drives me. I need God at this time. I need God when I am struggling, when I am crying out. I need God when things are wonderful. And when I get to recognize that, my time with God is sweet. My time with God is not timed. And my time with God compels me and helps me. And I hope, I know this has been a challenge to me this morning, and I hope to you too, that, this is, that David found grace and strength because he recognized the answers were not in a human answer, it was in him. Draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, all these things are true. And it all continues to drive us back to the same point, that God is there, he has the answers, and we need to be on our face looking for them 
And if he doesn't give us the answer, at least he's present in the midst of those times. Thanks again for joining us this week. Thanks for the days you were with us and the opportunity you've given to me to be part of your days. Greatly appreciate it. Really hope it's an encouragement. Hope it's a help. And I hope that it'll continue to be something that gets you back to the Word of God. You're here, and that is a huge thing. And I commend you for it, and I thank you for letting me be part of your day. Hope you have a great rest of your day and your weekend. Again, hope you invite us. Just one service Sunday, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. We invite you to join us in person if you can make it here locally or online at our website, YouTube channel, or Facebook page. Again, we greatly appreciate the chance to be part of your day. We hope you have a great weekend.